to you Australians and UKers. I'm happy to have you guys here. I'm happy you found me. How did you guys find me, though, is like my question for you. They're just looking for great podcasts, you know. I don't know how, but I'm happy they're here. That's that's what I do know. So, guys, if you love this show, I do just want to ask you to make sure that you're following my socials. I'm on Instagram, Talk About It Podcast. On X, the platform normally, known normally, as, what? Known as Twitter. Known as, I'm not doing well today. Formally, formally, not For, normally. Formally. Formally. Formally known yeah. as Twitter. I'm on Patreon as well. You can find me uh, at Talk About It. All of my graphics are the same just for you guys. Um, Sid, again, Sid did that and she's awesome. But jumping right in, Bryce, we, um, we were talking about aliens and the possibility of them. Sure. And uh, you mentioned that from a possibility standpoint, you feel if anything's possible, I feel then, like, it's prob- then it's probable? I feel or- like anything <laughs> exists within the realm of possibility. Anything is possible. Because, like, listen... But but is it but is it probable? It could right? be. Okay, so so I agree with you. Anything one hundred percent is possible, right? I believe that all governments are liars. I believe all <laughs> politicians are liars. That's that's true. And you can fight me on that. That is a hill I will gladly die on. They're all dirty. They're all corrupt. I'm sorry. You don't you think can't we, convince we, me? You don't think we can find one? It's <laughs> no, because here's the Can thing. Can I find one one decent person in this town, and I won't destroy it? Here's right. the thing. It's not. It's not about decent people. It's about decent politicians. Sure. And I sure. don't think that they're really people. I kind of think that they're demons. Um, <laughs> like wearing human skin. <laughs> Correct. I think they. I think they come up from uh-huh. wherever they live, and I don't want to say hell because that <laughs> that may be the. Hell may house more than demons, and I just you think it just houses politicians and lawyers as well. Is is that where this is going? So here's the thing: if you take one bribe, you can't be trusted. You can't be trusted. If you do one deal under the table, can't be trusted. I I think you should be out of office for that for sure. Correct. People just get better at hiding things. Yeah. That's all, that's all that happens from that. So but, I don't trust any of them. Well, I mean, they don't they don't have to take bribes anymore, right? Because like the system's set up where they can legally take bribes. Oh yeah. You know, you can do super PACs, you can do donations in weird ways. You can use you can they can borrow from their campaign funds to live off of. Now technically they have to repay it, but they just raise more money then. It's the whole system's just it's a scam. I agree with that. So, but I would also say, though, that do you want to meet some decent politicians? Nope. No. Nope. No. Absolutely no. I will bring, the, I will bring them by the bar. They they can be <laughs> decent all they want, but like if you're gonna sit here and tell me they don't line their fucking pockets, 
Like, I just don't, y'all, I don't believe, like, civil servants, I don't believe that that they should be making this much money. And you can fight me on this, too. I don't believe doctors should make the, the amount of money that they make either. I don't believe that these things should come with such a high goddamn price tag. And I know we were talking about aliens, so don't worry. We're going to get there. This all boils down. <laughs> that we're being controlled by aliens. I don't trust the aliens. government, and I think the government are liars. And if you're telling me that our government, our government has just recently owned the fact that, yeah, those are UFOs that you see in aliens are real. They've already owned it. Well, they, we knew they just said they were, were unad- unidentified ago. aircraft, possibly unmanned aircraft, right? I don't think anybody said there were aliens. Listen, <laughs> listen, they have said that there's aliens without saying there's aliens because uh-huh. there still has to be some mystery because people are going to lose their fucking minds. Okay. Well, 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 let's, let's, let's assume that the aliens are here and they're real, right? So this is what you're saying, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think they're doing here? I think we're a science experiment. <laughs> Oh, like we're their pets? We're their pets. Absolutely. We're just a bunch of apes that learned so, how to read not that long ago. So we're, you think we're like their pet and this is like a flat earth. We're like in a terrarium and they're just, <laughs> are we going this far? Maybe, maybe not a terrarium. Like maybe this isn't like a Rick and Morty episode of fucking right. like miniverse. The miniverse? The miniverse. Oh my gosh. We're make, making energy for them just to power their fucking car. Right. <laughs> we really are. You keep digging up those dinosaur bones. Like they're yeah. laughing at us. Yeah. Oh, speaking of dinosaur bones, I was so I just totally screwed up on this the other day. Uh you know Sinclair, the uh the like the gas company? Like the um, you know the, sure. the filling the, station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know um, those guys. Yeah, so they have the dinosaur, you know, as their little logo, right? But okay. that, that's because, like, back in the day, everyone said that, like, like oil came from dinosaur bones. And so that's, like, why do we they, have do they oil not? The rotten, Hold on, wait. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. <laughs> are, are we going to learn something <laughs> today? <laughs> We- well, you're trying to convince me that politicians are decent, and now you're telling me oil no, doesn't come from dinosaur I do not bones? Th- I do not think the majority of politicians are decent. I think the majority of them are horrible. Okay, you did say that you <laughs> want me to meet some decent ones. I just think there are some decent ones, mm-hmm. yeah. But, um, so the Sinclair thing, right? Um, back in the day, they thought that oil was from, like, decomposed dinosaur bones, and that, like, you know, turned to carbon, and oil comes from mm-hmm. but like it probably makes up like 0. 0.0001% of the oil and that was just this myth that that people think that's like well that's where oil and tar comes from what if <laughs> the they aliens, died in it all right guys listen what if the aliens supply our planet with oil but here's what they do to fuck with us they make us forever think that we're running out and we actually never run out i i promise you we'll never run out of oil it's not possible I can prove it to you. See, this is why you guys, this is why (laughs) guys, I meet really smart people that teach me things. You're welcome. So I'll prove it to you this way. It'd be like, um, if I, if oil becomes so scarce, 
mm-hmm. right? And so rare and then so expensive. You develop alternative fuels. Like when oil back in the day, like in 08 and 09, when, mm-hmm. ga- when gas prices got to like 150 bucks a barrel, like oil was that high, um, that's when the greatest investment in solar energy occurred, like in, in the past decade, right? Mm-hmm. Or past two decades. Because like prices get so expensive that people are like, oh, I can do solar now or I can do wind or whatever, right? So actually high oil prices will help like create alternative fuels long term. So um, eventually though, what will happen is like we just won't run out of oil because we'll be using other energy. Again, the aliens are winning. The aliens are always winning. The aliens are always winning, guys. (laughs) That's what it boils down to. I would agree with that. If aliens are here, they're definitely, like, they couldn't not be winning. Well, here's, here's the thing. We experienced a massive jump in all things like technology, like computers, healthcare, procedures, yeah, education. Like, there was a big old jump. Like, we've never seen a jump like that ever in history. Like... Like, and, like we went from the wheel, like we got fire, then it took another few thousand, few hundred thousand years, then we finally got the wheel. Again, guys, then another we, few are, thousand years. we are ape-like, so. Yeah, look how I'm we sitting. Slow. Right I just <laughs> sit like this. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey need banana. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sure. thinking about snacks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't go a single episode without talking about some type of fucking snack. We're not doing that today. I refuse. What, 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 no, <laughs> don't ask. Questions. I want to ask what your favorite snack is. It's fine. Um, I'm a big like. I love chips and dip. Wow, I really had to twist your arm to get you off topic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, that's all I'm saying about it. Chips um, and dip is great. What kind of dip? Like a queso? I have, chi- I have salsa and guacamole in the fridge right now. Yeah. Um, very good ones. Yummy, yummy. Um. When you get sponsors later, um, I feel like chip pe- any chip makers out there, guacamole, you know. Listen, I've companies. already like <laughs> told y'all so much about the Pringles hot honey. And if you haven't gone to buy them, you've got to. <laughs> They're so good. I will buy all of the Pringles hot honeys. Like I will keep that flavor in business. That's great. <sighs> Man. Okay. Back to aliens. So It's just really hard for me to believe that, like, we just had this jump on our own. I just don't, I don't, I don't really believe it. Like the development of the microchip? Like any, anything that was within that, man, I'm like clearing my throat so much today. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm going to have to edit the fuck out of that. No, just, um. mm. Uh, Just, (sighs) All in the mic. All in the mic. For this you is guys. like a new AMSR thing. We're just, it's just throat clearing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, got some yodeling. <laughs> I didn't know this was this kind of show. <laughs> Do you like ASMR? Um, some of it, yeah. Some sure. of it, okay. Yeah, it's okay. very soothing. <laughs> I mean, it depends like what it is, right? Okay, that's, that's some of it. Fair. I find highly annoying. That because it'd be fair. it'd be like this, especially if it's something. Think about it because it's highly repetitive, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't like what it is, it's the most annoying thing on the planet. <laughs> oh, you're like, get me off of. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I don't I, like the squishy ASMR. <laughs> like the, you know, you know that noise. I do. I just want to do it and just see your response to it now. It's though. what I'm doing now. <laughs> like, like, is it like nails on a chalkboard for you type? It of is okay. I also have this weird thing <clears throat> about anytime I tell people this, I'm like, it's gonna sound crazy. I hate the feel of like, uh, it makes me want to throw up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you're just violently shaking it's like cotton balls but they're dry and you like pull them apart wait when you just pull apart cotton balls that are dry it drives you nuts like the feel like the feel of that is (laughs) i don't understand uh, You're gonna have so to help me. Gross. Can we get some cotton? Do you have some cotton balls here? I certainly do not. <laughs> Can I just pull some apart? No, I don't have them. Do, is it the noise? Because it does make that like kind of uh. high. <laughs> That's so fucked up, uh. man. You shouldn't share. This is like a kryptonite thing. I don't know if I would tell the whole world. Um. Somebody's gonna <laughs> break in and just have all like covered in cotton balls and just wah. Somebody's going to send you a bag of ripped cotton balls. <laughs> you had to know what happened to each and every one of these. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Do you feel like it's a little person getting ripped apart? Is that why? Like, it's just stringy? I'm just like, y'all, I'm in like, I'm in like a possum stance right now. I'm like <laughs> Is, paralyzed. So so fight or flight, you're you're not a fight person. <laughs> you're, you're a flight or play dead. It's a, like, that's totally, totally a situation because I believe, like, I'm a bartender. Yeah. So, like, you have to have a really good, like, presence. Like, we had, we had this guy just being a drunken idiot last night. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to, like, you have to be able to handle it in some way. Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying. Like a Patrick Swayze type. I worked at Roadhouse at one point. Just beat him up. (laughs) <laughs> oh, the franchise. I yeah. worked at Roadhouse. Like, I'm yeah. like, that was where my mind went. I was like, did yeah. I tell you that I worked there? Texas before? Roadhouse. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. Hey, is that the place? I I, I, I need to uh, to do this before I leave, leave the great state. Put those customers in their place, so to speak. Sometimes, like. <clears throat> like like a Roadhouse to... guy. I, yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, saying. Like a Patrick Swayze type. I worked at Roadhouse just, at just, one point. Just beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the franchise. I yeah. worked at Roadhouse. Like, I'm yeah. like, that was where my mind went. I was like, did yeah. I tell you that I worked there? Texas before? Roadhouse. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. Hey, is that the place? I I, I, I need to uh, to do this before I leave leave the great state. Um, but what's the place with these, the, the buns with like the cinnamon and That's butter? That's Texas Roadhouse. It is. So it is. this is true. I've yes. been here 13 years. Oh I've never God. been to one. And I heard that like I have to have this food. I will say they are like crack. The the biscuits and the butter, the but rolls. It, but the rolls have like cinnamon on them. I'm told. So they come with a side of honey cinnamon butter. Sounds amazing. Yeah, they're pretty fire. I'm All not right. gonna lie, they're doing something right about those rolls. <laughs> I the, ate wait, so many rolls in my you, like four or five years that I worked for them. <laughs> would you uh, equate it to like? Is this like a cinnabon thing? No. Like so they don't have the same smell. It's not like Mm-mm. okay. It's different. All People right. will like drool. Or they'll they'll ask us. So like, go ahead and just bring extra baskets. Yeah. Anyway. 
so many roles. Do you judge anyone who gets like sure four, do. 40? Yeah. Sure fucking do. <laughs> we judge the amount of roles that you consume because the meals are also pretty freaking big too. Yeah, okay. Like a steak with two sides. Everything comes with two sides. <laughs> you can add a side for like $1.99. Steel. What? You can load that baked potato for a dollar ninety nine. Why don't you want cheese and bacon and butter and sour cream? Yeah. More, more Why don't you more, want marshmallows more, on your fucking? It's a really cheap optionality. It is. People love that. Listen, Wild Wednesday, Wild West Wednesdays, baby. We're we're your show's not actually sponsored not, by Texas Road. Sponsored by Texas Roadhouse. Yet. I just yet. It. Oh man, uh, she, she's gonna have to lay down the. Uh, or I should say, bring bring the thunder. <laughs> this part wouldn't, isn't going to make it in the show. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> We're still talking about aliens, guys. Okay. We're that's still true. talking about aliens. So I find it very difficult to believe that one, you're telling me that aliens don't exist, even after the government has basically said aliens exist. And we have we see a huge jump in technology. You're telling me that like aliens haven't been here. Aliens don't have the capacity to look like us. <laughs> like so, they could look just like us. They could look completely different and also look like us. They could be shapeshifters. Like Mystique. They could be <laughs> like Mystique from the X Men. They could be. If we believe that everything so, lies in the realm of possibility. So, we, the, it could happen. So here, here's where I'm going to, uh, I ha, I know someone who. Who's an alien. Who is an alien. No. Fuck yeah. yeah. I know somebody who they kind of believe, you know, they, they, they do a lot uh, of mushrooms in their life. And, uh. Is they, this you? Is no, this you? No, this is not a confession. <laughs> uh, but they, but they kind of believe that, that the world we see, you know, through our filtered lenses and stuff like that is, is basically this world, like. We kind of create our own reality, and it's mm-hmm. kind of, and it's kind of fucking, and, it's, and it's kind of like manifested, right? Yeah, to a degree. Mm. Like we're all sharing the same collective conscious dream. Agreed. That, and and so we're creating it. So he believes that if enough people on the planet really believe in aliens, <laughs> that they'll show up. <laughs> and what's funny is, it's just an extension of that idea of collective consciousness believing and manifesting. We gotta make his dreams so, come so true, that's guys. A, that's where where I think you're going with this is you're 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 just trying to promote this alien creation. I'm the wish master. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm here to grant all the wishes. Yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, I'm the fairy godmother I, of alien wishes. Yeah, guys. I know y'all have to believe. Do you believe in aliens? Do you not believe in aliens? What is y'all's stance on aliens? I, I, I don't believe in them. You don't believe in aliens? No. I, I I don't know. Like, here's the thing. Maybe in a, in a multiverse type of theory, right? But in our universe, I don't know. All the government said was, you know, that we've seen some UFOs. No one's seen an alien. Do you believe everything the government tells you, Bryce? No, but I've 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 traveled a lot. By the way, it's not one year later. I just came back to the show right oh, before yeah, I left. Oh yeah, guys, Bryce, <laughs> Bryce surprised me. He was he was gonna. He's only in town like until like you next week. Next yeah, week. week. So I was like, listen. I was like, we got to make some time for recording. So surprise, surprise. 
Yes, we're ha- and we're happy that we don't have to wait a year. Thank you. Yes. Thank no, you. thank you. I know your so, time is very precious and valuable here. And uh, yeah, real, real precious. It's so precious. And we're talking about aliens. So uh, I, I think the more they find out, I feel like, about how life works and the earth and the universe and things like that, it's more rare that you're like, oh, like the odds of life existing elsewhere is almost zero it, from an infinite probability even standpoint. Now, if you put a fact you need like in a multiverse scenario, of course, because anything could happen. So I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I'd have to see it. I'd have to <laughs> actually, I would probably have to have sex with an alien to oh really, to really truly believe, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, guys. And is that wrong? Is that like bestiality or aliens technically since they're ha- humanoid? Is that um, interspecies sex? I had a guy tell me that he would fuck the Santa Claus that's sitting on the bar top last night. He was like, I'd fuck that Santa. And I was like, all right, man. Tell me how you really Was feel. it an animal, like a stuffed Santa? It's like stuffed Santa. <laughs> I guess you can kind of fuck anything. <laughs> like, I guess you, but, you know, I guess if you want to. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of, like, there's billions of people in the world. So pretty much nothing surprises me. Right. It's kind of, which is, which is, I I feel like that's a lot of people think the world is like, oh, you know, it's getting like shittier and worse. And I'm like, not really. You're just hearing about it more. Just hearing about it more. Yeah. I agree with that. It's why I don't have personal social media. That's smart. Yeah. It gives me too much anxiety. You don't need to hear about it. (laughs) I don't want to hear about it. So I have been without Facebook for four years this coming summer. Mm hmm. It's been great. Been yeah. the best. <clears throat> Excuse me. When you say Facebook, you mean like Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. So I had Instagram for a while, but I wasn't like an active like Yeah, you were poster. a stalker. I wasn't really that either. It was more like, <laughs> it was more like I was doomed, like scrolling when I'm just oh, out yeah. of boredom. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm bored. Let me. Like a, like, like TikTok scrolling or something. Yeah. But I never had TikTok. I haven't either. I just trying to relate. You know? Yeah. I mean, and I'm relating to you by also, we're not, yeah. we don't have it. And it was the best decision of my life, honestly. Like, I stopped focusing on so much about, like, the external validation of others and focusing on the internal validation of myself. Like, I did not feel good about myself because I... Like, not that social media was the cause of all of this. Like, there are things that I've worked on that were very, like, deep-rooted. And, you know, um, like, my own self-value. And I just... But social media can probably, you know, it's those are triggering things. Or for they can, sure. Or they can amplify something or, you know. For me, I mean, you know, I heard other people say this, like, back in the day. When it was like, you know, looking through magazines and realizing they couldn't be as beautiful as the models and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was like, or whatever it might be. Um, and I feel like, you know, kids are impressionable and social media can really play into that. But I, I don't know, maybe it was when I grew up, I never got worked up over like my digital life. 
So you I mean, because that's... I don't think of that. Mm-hmm. Like my digital self, or if somebody says something that I have no idea who you are, I don't really care at all. Right? I would care if it's a close friend, and mm-hmm. I would care if that happened in the digital world as well, if it was a close friend. But like, I don't know. I don't care if strangers like me, don't like me, like what I posted, don't like what I posted. And I, I never just really, that anxiety that comes with that, I never felt it. It's the people pleaser in me. Yeah. Like, it's but, growing up as the oldest child. <laughs> yeah. It's a very strict parenting. Yeah. You know, it's it's rooted in it's rooted in those things and I can say like I don't care about that shit now. Yeah. But like But, but the fact that it translated from like real world mm-hmm. like to digital, I think is very interesting. Right? And For I feel sure. like that's what the digital thing does. It just amplifies everything. Well, we have a pretty we have a pretty big age gap between me and you. Yeah. So I think that's what it is too is like social media became really, really big when I was growing up. And so like in my teen years, like when we're all very impressionable. Yeah. So when people are bullied to any capacity, whether real life or digital. Yeah. In my case, both. (laughs) Woo. Digital bullying, is that that's essentially just still name-calling at the end of the day, right? Just kind of online. Or is it like more name-calling because you'll put it on someone's feed or something so it's like in front of everyone? I think it really just depends. Like I think, I think it all, I think it, I think all the above. Yeah. Like I think it's, I think it's just as bad. And also like, guys, we got to be nice to each other. Like we just. Kids aren't though. We gotta be nice. If you are, <laughs> listen, when you hear people say, like, be the change you want to see, like, one change doesn't happen over time, but it, but you do see effects when you are kind to others and you operate at a higher level energy, when you take care and consideration, those things begin to happen. And there are ripple effects caused from that. We can all be a little kinder, a little more understanding. We can do great things. I would agree with that. And I think if we just, it's it's being kinder for the sake of just doing just that. Yeah. Right? Not because you have an agenda there. It's because, you know, you're just being nice. This isn't about um, helping people. Mm-hmm. That's very different than being kind. Yep. Right? And people uh, conflate the two a lot. So it's like, I was just trying to help. Were you? But if you're being kind, you're being genuine. Mm-hmm. I and always we can try all, we to... We can all do that more. Things that, I've, things that I've learned, like when, when I want to, like whether it's at work or it's in my personal life, I like to gauge the conversation. And, and I realize this sometimes I feel late in the game, but I've been told I've realized this quite early in my life. Well, what do you mean like gauge the... You so, like to gauge your own conversation or no 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 no. like conversations with others so like let's say um my best friend will call me sometimes Mm -hmm. and we'll be chatting and she's talking to me about a problem and sometimes she just wants to talk to her best friend about a problem sometimes she needs a hype woman to tell her nah bitch you're better than that the fuck are you doing and sometimes she's looking for solutions 
Sure. And so Which, I would be doing my best friend a disservice if I didn't know what her expectations are for the conversation. Because like I can really do. Do you ask her then? I do. Nice. I do. I'm like, hey, do, what are we looking for right now? Because like, and sometimes she's just like, I really just want your honest opinion about a situation because I don't know what I should feel. Right. And I give her that too. I'm like, I don't agree with these things. Sometimes I tell my best friend I don't agree with how she approached a situation. I think it's, I think it's great that she comes to you for all that stuff though. Because, uh, you know, like some people like will divide up their friends. They're like, I know this friend is always good at really giving me support. I know this friend is always good at giving me a straight answer no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, they just kind of, and then they they kind of go to who they need. They kind of go to who they need. I get yeah. that. I feel like we all have to have like that one person. And yeah. I, and I really have found, I have found my best friend and she's awesome. You guys will eventually hear from her she will eventually be on but we don't live close to each other so we're working out logistics on on to make that work oh my gosh best friend podcast that sounds great she's dude i have the best best friend (laughs) i have the best best friend guys and there's nobody that you can fight me on that you can my best friend is the best best friend so let let, let me ask you this What, what qualities make up a best friend the quality. So everybody needs different things within their best friend. And my best friend, the qualities that she has, like we have similar qualities and we also have qualities that are different because we are both air signs, but she's also a nuclear engineer. So mm-hmm. like, that's very interesting. She's very smart. I'm very proud of her. And you know what? I'm going to shout her out real quick because she'll just tell people like, She's very modest in the, like, career department. Mm-hmm. She'll just tell people that she's just like, oh, yeah, I I work for this company or whatever. Oh, but she like, will say... And I'm an engineer. Like, I'm here to hype that bitch up, y'all. My best friend is in nuclear engineering. She recently got a promotion. She's fucking awesome. And she's so smart. That's great. I know. Yeah, I'm actually, very proud that should of her. be. You should get her on the show like as soon as possible. I'm gonna at her because, like, yeah. I want to boost the fuck out. When I heard that she like is like doesn't really like how tell often? How often that, do you I'm guys like, how talk? Dare you? How what? How often do you guys talk? Um, it kind of depends. So we usually talk like we usually talk at least every few days. Oh, okay. But there are, I mean, we'll go like long times with like, we'll just like be texting back sure. and forth. Sometimes we'll chill on the phone while we're doing household chores. <laughs> I think that's one of our favorite activities. <laughs> like we're barely talking, but we're just there. Yeah. I never call people when I'm doing stuff. I, it's just, I don't know why. Um, I wish I, I wish I was one of those people because it's kind of like I'm really happy when someone calls me. Like really? if, if, I'm, if I'm doing something, right? And someone calls me and I can still talk to them while I'm doing it. I'm like, uh-huh. great. <laughs> but I would never do it to somebody else. I don't know why. I, I love it. I don't know. Like I'm just calling you to kill time. I'm calling you to kill time. I'm calling you because <laughs> I'm doing the laundry and like I want somebody here with yeah. me while I do the laundry. And that's my best friend. Yeah, that's um, great. She, she understands. She's 
she's been my best friend for a long time, for a decade. Yeah. So part of the reason why we're so close is because we've seen each other through a lot of difficult times in our lives. And it's very comforting to know that, you know, I have a lot of friends here and but this area is very new to me. Uh-huh. And um You have a lot of friends in this new town. In this town that I've been in for two, two years. years. And sometimes like sharing things that I've been through and like why I respond the way I respond, that takes a lot of conversation. Like for people to really understand like who you are. Whereas like my best friend has seen and she's experienced and she's, she already knows where she knows yeah. and she knows me like she knows me wholly. You know what I mean? Because where, like, there wasn't agendas there. There, There's not, there's not agendas. You there's guys just not, enjoy each other's company. I love the fuck out of my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. her so These much. These are the people that are just like, oh no, if like I'd be fine being trapped in a room with you for a hundred years. It was just the two of us. Yep. That'd be great. <laughs> I, best friend, I know you're listening. If you ever want to be roommates again, you're the only one I could do it with. Sincerely, your best friend. <laughs> Lovely. She'll listen. Yeah, dear diary. Dear diary. Oh my God. Did, did, <laughs> what? Inside, we have an inside joke and it starts with dear diary and that was just so funny. That's great. <laughs> the, uh... Do you want to share? Is the inside joke one of those inside oh, jokes inside that's, joke. a, that's actually funny or is it not really that funny? Oh, I <laughs> think it's fucking hilarious. Okay, so we played college ball together and we lost to a team we shouldn't have lost to. Mm-hmm. And oh, I said college ball, college softball. Mm-hmm. That's how we met. And we were roommates as well. And we lost to a, co- a school that um, we should not have lost to. Yeah. We had like a seven run lead. It, oh, so this was, uh, who, who was pitching? So, <laughs> <laughs> so we, y'all, we lose in the last inning. Like, wow. we were in so much trouble. We were in so much trouble. Just, did errors just abound at the end? Or, yeah, or they we just were got just really fucking lucky? up. Yeah. We were just fucking just up. fucking up. Like, yeah. Loaded bases, just... Ah, it'll be fine. <laughs> fine, we'll take care of it later. We got in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And our coach didn't talk to us. Like, would not speak Gave you guys us. the silent tre- treatment? Oh, yeah. Awesome. She was so mad. She was so mad. And... Uh, it's actually kind of nice when coaches do that. I don't, I don't... She was so <laughs> mad at us, she couldn't even tell us our punishment. She had to... Let the assistant coaches know, and they told us our punishment. I can't even look at you. Can't even look <laughs> at you right now. So a couple weeks go by or whatever, and we're all, uh, this is after a game, and coach is pleased with how this game went, and she mentions the Hill game, and my best friend goes, Dear Diary, <laughs> still not over the Hill game. <laughs> And y'all, the whole team busted out laughing, but I don't think our coach thought it was funny at first. No. I thought she was mad as fuck at first. She probably was mad as fuck because she probably was not over the hill game. (laughs) She was probably pissed. Oh, she was still so mad. She's probably angry to this day. Probably. Coach J, are you still mad? (laughs) 
<laughs> that's you know that that is the story that she tells the teams that she yeah. coached now. Now I know you may think you can win this game, but let me tell you let a story tell about you a team. A story. I know you're up seven zero. Doesn't mean shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was real. It was that's real great. bad. It that's was real great. bad. Uh, well. Um, yeah, that's my best friend's humor, guys. Yeah. So. Uh, Although, speaking of diaries, did you have one, uh, like, as a kid or now? Do you, I mean, some people, you know, some people do them as adults. I write, but I don't really, I don't really journal. I did have, I did have journals, like, as a kid growing up, but, like, my parents were very invasive. So, like, even journals did not feel safe in the house. You needed one with, like, a little lock on it. Those things were, oh, those locks weren't shit. Those no, locks weren't. weren't shit. All you had to do is like pull on them a little bit. They're, they weren't actually safe. The yeah. $5 journals with the. You could journal. What you could do is you could uh, mail yourself letters. And then you'll find it. Do you think your mom would steam your letters open? And like real seal them. So I she wouldn't put it past on. anybody. Yeah. Honestly. You're not a very trusting person, are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, not. Is it just with your parents? Okay, maybe I'm not as trusting as I think I am. <laughs> I I trust people to the extent at which you trust your best friend. I do trust my best yeah, friend for sure. She's earned that trust, though. Yeah, she has stuck through me with all of my trust issues. Apparently, <laughs> that I have. <laughs> she doesn't even believe you have them. She's like, you seem like a really trusting person. To yeah. Me. Oh, one hundred percent. Unfortunately, in my friend circle, I am known as the friend most likely to get kidnapped. I mean, you're pretty small. Like, I could fit you easily in an oversized headband. You know, I could kidnap you, put you in a suitcase, and then travel with you as, as luggage. You know? <laughs> it's not, unfortunately, it's not just that. It's not just that because I, I will do things sometimes that are questionable. Oh. Oh. Like, oh, so you might be too trusting. Is that some, where we're going? And sometimes, like... Does this white van say free tacos and are there free tacos there? <laughs> tacos for a dollar? Yeah. I love tacos. I can't be trusted with like with stuff like that. So when Pennywise is standing in a sewer and he's holding out his hand to you, but it has a taco no, on it. No, I you're, you're reaching in there. No, I don't do clowns. Don't oh, do clowns. Okay. I have always, always been afraid of clowns. Yeah. Always hated the circus. Did you watch those movies then? I did. And? They were, I didn't like them. <laughs> I mean, honestly, cinematically, fantastic. Yeah. For scary movie, sp like spot, spot, spot on. on. Spot it on. did its job. You were, it did, you were terrified. It's di it did its job. I enjoyed it. And it's not that I don't like scary Do movies. Like, I like scary movies, but like. What's your favorite scary movie oh i really like this is terrible i really like scary movies that are based on like true events so like mm -hmm. texas chain hall massacre the annabelles like i'm a i don't think the annabelles was based on true events annabelle is real what are you talking about are you do you, I need to, do I need to, is this like a thing that I have yes. to, do I have oh to, do God. I have to wet blanket Annabelle this? Is, Annabelle's real. She's in, guys, so, I don't know all the details because I'm not like that. No, but the real backstory, like the real story they say it's based yes. off of is a fake story. They built a fake, a real fake story to base Annabelle off of. It, what? Like, it's just real for the universe. They built this whole, they, they put it into the internet and stuff like that. It's a lie. And 
And they built Annabelle off of that lie. There's an Annabelle doll. Yeah. That's in a glass case because she's haunted. You mean in real life? In real life. Yes, from that story. I'm just telling you, like, it's not real, real. What does that even mean? (laughs) What does that even mean? Like, um... Like, there are real places that are haunted, right? And, re- like, real, real docu... Like, um, what, what was the first uh, when you met? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, like, that, that is based off of a real story. So, yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Um, that one scared the... The Exorcist. Exorcist also. I like, I like that one. Um, I'm not into, like... I'm not into, like, blood and gore. Right. Like... I'll watch it, but I won't enjoy it as much. What, what do you think about like the iconic movies like uh, like Evil Dead or Scream? What do you think of Scream? I still don't enjoy it as much. Not comparably. I, I guess what I'm getting at is, do you find like uh, real murders more scary, like like or or the yeah. or the supernatural? Like I find the you know supernatural I mean? very interesting, and I do have belief in supernatural paranormal paranormal right um i feel like what humans do to each other's that ba- that's based on true stories it's is scary enough so fucking like scary people i know like the things that humans have managed to do to other humans pretty is impressive appallingly so yeah like like we're very creative <laughs> y'all if we could put that creativity in other avenues, man. Where <laughs> would we be today? I agree with that. I mean, I, I think any the problem is when you create anything that's great, right? Mm-hmm. It the reason it's so great is because it has duality to it. It can be used like like the internet it can be used for amazing great things. But it can also be used for horrible things. Nuclear energy, just like your friend, <laughs> um, you know bombs energy like i feel like that's what makes something great is you have to deal with those consequences that come come with it potentially yeah that's all i i agree with that and i don't know where i was going with that (laughs) well so let me ask you this do you feel like people are innately good or innately bad i don't believe in good and evil you don't believe in good and evil (sighs) not universally no i mean in in maybe the the most broadest sense like if i had to even say Death is evil, life is good at a bare minimum, but in all honesty, you really can't have life without death, right? If you didn't eat plants or animals, you would die. So that means something has to die for you to live. Yeah. So it's that whole circle of life thing. And how can I claim that's evil, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. No, I really don't think that there's really good and evil. Okay. Do you think there's bad humans? I think there's shitty humans for society. Yeah, because okay. we're trying to live in a society, right, and minimize dangerous things and minimize harm, what I would say. Yeah. And there's people who just don't give a shit about that. So, yes, those, I would say, are are bad for society people. Do you believe that we do the, like, as far as our, how we keep the bad people away? We send them to jail. Sure. Which I have issues with to a degree, but yeah. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. What, like, do you think, okay, what in your, in Bryce's world, 
Yeah. In Bryce's world, how would you deal with people that cannot participate in society? Well, so first off, just if we know for a fact they can't participate in society, meaning like, uh, I'm not talking about like, even in Illinois years ago, right? They found out that 50% of the inmates on death row were innocent. So they had to do like, you know, a stay and stuff like that. So but yeah, if we had a perfect criminal system, you're saying, and then it's like, what do we do with those people mm-hmm. who, who are convicted? Yeah. Who are definitely evil in So your guys, words just to wrong. be clear, we're moving forward in the hypothesis with <sighs> these conditions. Everybody we know for a fact is 100% guilty. Done. Okay. okay. All right. Um, honestly, I, if I know they're 100% guilty, I would find appropriate punishments to probably fit the crime. Okay. So, so do you, so you're following Caesar's view as like an eye for an eye? I think it would work pretty well if I know that they're like, oh, well, I mean, for example, let's say you got caught stealing. I'm not gonna, this isn't the, you know, we're not gonna cut off your arm. But Are you gonna cut off a finger? No, I wouldn't have to cut him off. I think you can get rehabilitated from stealing. And I think there's recovery from that, right? Okay. Um, well, I think, and one of those things is like, what's the cause of stealing, right? Like, is this person sure. like hungry? <laughs> like, are we stealing? Like, are we stealing food because like to we can't to feed your family? Like, <laughs> so I feel I'm very laughing. Aladdin right now. Like, <laughs> no, but I'm laughing because there, there's this really great Simpsons where Fat Tony's talking to Bart and he's like, Bart, is it wrong to steal a loaf of bread to feed your family? And he's like, well, no, sir. He goes, Let's say you have a very large family. Is it wrong to steal a lot of bread to feed the family? And then he's like, well, I guess not. He goes, and let's say your family doesn't like bread. They like cigarettes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So, yes, to answer your question, I do think it's fucking wrong to steal to feed your family. But I do think that you got to be okay with the consequences because it might be worth it. If my family's starving, I don't care if it's wrong. Yeah. I'm still going to go do it. Yeah, it doesn't mean that what that's what I did was wrong, right? Yeah, it doesn't like, make it doesn't make it a good a good yeah, choice. A good, it makes it a good choice for you. It makes it a good choice for you, but, but not there necessarily are consequences. For society. Yeah, yeah. There could be you have to be okay with the consequences. Like you have to know, like okay, or I know, could or know that it's a risk, right? Yeah. yeah, I could get arrested for this. Yeah, and then I if I do sucks, but um, I don't know for those people, especially in those cases, I would say like. I wish we could help them more. Yeah. Right. And we could if, you know, we didn't have, you talked about earlier, such shitty corrupt politicians. I'm saying, guys. Right. I'm saying if we didn't have such shitty corrupt politicians, things would be so much better. That's why I'm saying, like, here's the thing. We pay them too much. They get paid too much money. These are public servants. They should be getting servant Servant salaries. salaries. Well, I mean, there is an argument. We we talked about my dad jokes the last time. That was a pretty good one. That was a pretty good one. I heard a really good dad joke yesterday. I love that. Yeah. It's okay. I know they have to be spontaneous, so I'm I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I know. We're not going to try to force it. Um, But I do believe like they should be, in my opinion, like minimum wage. So. tell, Tell you what. We would have a lot of. A lot of problems would be fixed <laughs> if we start paying these motherfuckers minimum wage. So there, there's two ways to to think about it, right? You could either pay them nothing like minimum wage, 
and then they're going to be more susceptible to bribes and things like that, right? Or not or for influence. very long. Not for very long. Not That's, for very long. So I actually think that the biggest issue is I think they are short-sighted because they have to run for re-election. So they, they can't make hard decisions because all they care about is getting back into office and more votes. They don't really care about the people and our long-term issues, right? So I either think they need to stay in office longer and get, and get like, instead of, like, shorter terms. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, you have to get the money out of politics. Yeah. Meaning, like, they can't, it, or at least it has to be transparent. Like, if the Koch brothers want to, like, buy an election, let them. Meaning, but I think everyone should know that they did it. Not, not some PAC sent the money. You can't find out who's funding who. And it's just like, there's too much just non There's just so much like non-transparency in kind yeah. of the money pool for politics. So everyone looks corrupt. Everyone looks evil. Like, just get the money out of politics. I mean, and, you would be, be more correct than not correct, presuming all politicians are corrupt. I, I, I'm with you, though. I think most of them are. Yeah. But I agree with you too. Like I would, I would take both of those. I would take both of those options, while also paying them less. <laughs> while also, they don't need. They would raise that minimum wage. <laughs> Y'all, we pay these people to do jobs that they don't fucking do. If I'm running a business, and somebody's not doing the oh. job that I'm paying them to do. So we fire those people. <laughs> yeah. So that's totally true. I actually do think like it's ridiculous. We run our, our country. It's like, like it's supposed to be, you could try to run it like a business, right? Where like, if your country does well, your citizens get money, right? They get prop, they get part of the profits. And the, what's hilarious is they just, the government just takes from its citizens versus distributing economically anything back. You know, one of my favorite movies one of my favorite movies, like uh, Robin it's Hood, <laughs> V for Vendetta, baby. Oh, that's a great movie. That is a fantastic. And guys, yeah, I will. That is a great. Movie. I will plug this movie anywhere I fucking can. And I let me tell you what. One of my favorite quotes: Governments. "The people should not be afraid of their government. The government should be afraid of their people." Very true. Let me tell you. When I started to like wake up, that was the movie that was like that did it. I was like, holy shit. Like, it shows you, if you guys haven't seen this movie, I'm not going to give everything to you because I think it's it's so good. You have to watch it yourself. Um, Or read the graphic novel. Or or read the graphic novel. Um, It shows you the inner workings of what's going on in the government versus people that are standing against it. People that are vying for change and what it, cause like what has to happen for this change to occur and it is fantastic i could not rave about it more if you haven't seen it you've got to watch it because it this is a movie that changes your life yeah i mean i I would it 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 sheds the light especially that movie was so uh like um just really i guess important is is clearly the best word to use in connection with like COVID. Oh my God. Yes. There was that whole, the whole thing between all the lockdowns and I'm not just in America, how other countries handled it as well. 
Like, um, it was it was absolutely crazy. There are, I will say, it, there are a lot of uh, similarities between COVID and this movie. This movie because that's is how not fascism and communism yeah. works, right? It's both it's those things. It's wild. If you guys are looking for something to inspire you, watch that movie. Great Christmas movie. Great Christmas. <laughs> great family movie. Great Christmas movie. Hanukkah movie. You know what? It's watch great it for the, the holidays. Kids. Yep. Watch it with your kids. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, grow. Learn a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Blow your minds. No, I think you and I, and I didn't know this actually beforehand, before coming on the show now, I did, we're probably very aligned from that standpoint, uh, from like how we, how we view the government and what they should be, right? Ideally. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, and you know, um, really, I, I know I was talking shit about social media, but I will say <laughs> this, one of, the, one of the good things, and I'm going to say it is good because I think it is important for us to hold systems accountable all right so when a system is corrupt one of the best things to do is show the world how corrupt it is yeah and one of the good things that came from it is showing all of everybody how corrupt our police system is and i'm not gonna and i know there are good cops i know there are bad cops i'm not gonna talk about it for that long but i will say they are supposed to be the keepers of peace. And in my opinion, I have just seen so much unpeacefulness out of that system. I don't think that we should necessarily not have a police system, but that all of our systems need a hard look at this point, guys. Well, I, I think, there are some definite changes for the, I mean, for me, I don't totally like fall into that, that category to that level where I think they have a very difficult job to do with the tools at hand. But I think here's, you know, and given the situations on the extreme side, they have to deal with. But I would say the problem is police probably attract a disproportionate number of, of assholes right? Just from a like, oh, I want the power type of standpoint. So you just get, you're just naturally recruiting this higher percentage of people who are kind of shitty. That are trying but to just more prove so, a point. Yeah, yeah, more so than other jobs, right? Yeah. And then then they protect those shitty cops so internally. So that's what I'm saying is which like, I, like... I think that should, should kind of change. That's they what need I'm a better, saying. That's, a better screening that's process. That's the biggest... But, that's the biggest thing, but, right? Is we want people in those positions that are there for the right reasons. Yeah. It's like going into politics for the right reasons, being a doctor for the right reasons, yeah. being an officer for the right reasons. There are good people and there are the and well, that's the other side of social media it, is you get to see it's, so much good. Yeah. And well, if you're not doing something for money, then that means you're probably doing it because you either enjoy it or you're doing it because it's the virtuous thing to do, right? I.e., like, to your point about politicians, or to your point about police officers, you don't think, well, okay, they're not getting paid a lot, so they, sh like, they should be held to this higher standard because they're, they're technically owned by the citizens. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, technically our politicians are too, but, right. you know, don't get me started on that one again. Yeah. But, but circling back, this all comes down to a level of distrust 
but you believe them when they say that there are aliens. You know, I like how we made a full circle here. I don't know if I like where we ended up on the distrust thing, Bryce. Like, I feel like you're really calling me out. Listen, listen, I'm a big, I'm a big believer. I'm a big believer in actions. Yeah. Because I have been given very pretty words and their actions were terrible. Oh. So. Yeah. I don't believe. So just lies. Just, you were just lied to, basically. Uh, yeah, but uh, hands like, down. That sucks. But like, here's what here's what I learned. Like, if somebody isn't willing to like do what they say they're gonna do, how can I trust you? Like, how yeah. can how can there be trust if you're not showing me it's bo- that you are trustworthy? Go, it has to go both ways. Yeah, like yeah. the door is open to like I will never force somebody to do something they don't want to do. But yeah. if you say you're going to do something. Do it. I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to hold you accountable. And when I don't come to you for something, when I don't talk to you about things, when I don't want you to do things for me, it's because I don't trust you. Yeah. And like, you've earned that level of distrust. I love how fired up you are on this right now. But the way, (laughs) but that can be like, I fully believe that anything can be repaired. Anything can be repaired. You were getting crazy with that. It's going to light the mic on fire. Um, Anything can be repaired and you want to know how you do it. You just start doing the things you say you're going to do. It's It's really beautiful. You want to talk about a full circle. Yeah, but not not everyone could do that. That's not my fault. Yeah, but after you say not everything can be repaired because not everyone's capable of doing it. Right? You're right. I mean, at the end of the day... For me. Yes. Anything for, I'll say most things, most things can be repaired and maybe not like, maybe not in a way that pe- that everybody wants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's probably <laughs> always going to be a level of distrust with like me and my parents. We've talked about yeah. them a few times and I feel like everybody could be pretty understanding about why there's a level that there will always probably be a level of distrust, no matter how good things get. And they could be excellent. But you're telling me like for a decade plus of time at this point that there won't be a level of distrust there? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, uh, well, I would say... For my parents, the the trust part is like, for the most part, I want people to think well of me, right? So some sometimes if I would probably not want my parents to know something that if I thought I thought that they would think really poorly of me, at least that was when I was younger. But I think as I, as I've gotten older, I just want to you you just realize that you just want to be known, and say so you don't really care what people think about you as long as they know who you are. Yeah, I agree right? with that. Because the more important thing is that they know who you are, not that they like you or not, or not that they agree with you or not, but at least they know who you are. And and that's for you to show to them, I would say, for anybody, right? For sure. It's hard to show yourself when there isn't trust, though, because, like, we, people have to feel safe with you. Like, I, there has to be a level of you, safety to show, well, like... Or you have to be okay with the fact that when, when they respond poorly to you, right? They respond in a mean or angry or whatever sort of way. Your response back is, 
I really don't give a shit. <laughs> right? Because it's like I cared more about showing you who I am. I give two shits about what you think. That's fair. I can get behind that. I'll yeah. endorse it. Yeah. Now, put a stamp. if that was, yeah. But if, I mean, you want their support, but if they're not going to give it, then are you really the type of person that I want in my life? And and not and, and not and not that when you were so vulnerable with somebody, right? Yeah. This isn't talking about people shouldn't should be allowed to disagree. Of course, you should be allowed to disagree. But maybe it was something that you they couldn't, or they shouldn't be disagreeing on, right? Because it's personal to you. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. That's okay. So, we're just talking. We're just talking about about mending, yeah. being able to mend, and like being able to trust yeah. again. Yeah. And so, like, I think, again, I think it's possible, but I think your actions have to show it. Like, you can't say... You want them to earn it back, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if something has been broken, like, it just doesn't... Like, you can't put it back together without putting work into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's work. broken. That's what all therapists have told me. Relationships take work. They all... It's funny you say this, uh, because I was talking about this with somebody and. All relationships do require work. But I do believe that some relationships require more work than others. Facts. And and it's kind of like, so yeah, you you can work your ass off and make it work, right? So to speak. But could it have been better? Did it require so much? Um was it you know what I mean? It's just like was was all the work worth it? Yeah. To where, like, I've heard this before. Like, I know plenty of people have been married for 40 years. I know a lot fewer people who have been married and happy for 40 years. Ooh, right? So, 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 so yeah. So, it's kind of like just because you made it a certain length of time isn't something to be celebrated. It's like, are you guys great together or not? Isn't, isn't that more important? Can you count on each other? At least. At yeah. the bare Are you honest? Like, is that person, is that person your home and your safety? Yeah. Like, can you go extensive amounts of time without talking to them? Because if so, like, I don't want to go lo- long periods of time without talking to my people, like to my yeah. person. Like my people too. Like I don't like I'm talking about both. Whoever I don't that like person going is. long periods. <laughs> I don't like going long periods of time without talking to my friends. Or, like, my sisters. Mm-hmm. I don't like going long periods of time, like, if there's a person I'm seeing. I don't like going long periods of time without talking to them. I understand people need their space, and I'm happy to give it, whatever that length of time is. Right. But, like, I, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> Just know I'm going to miss you. Yeah, it's very personal. Like, take the time. I'm going to respect it. Yeah. But, like... I'm so ready to hear about it. <laughs> I'm ready to hear all about the journey that you went on. Yeah, You're taking well, a I, week to go explore I, the I, desert. I, I love it for you. I think it's because you're probably genuinely interested in, in, the, in people and especially in this person. Right? It's a genuine interest. You find them fascinating. I find most people fascinating. Yeah. I love to hear. I really like to hear about other people. Like, I'm like, tell me the things that like. Because then you don't have to hear about yourself. Ah, uh, funny. Uh, Damn, I have a whole podcast. You can't tell me that. (laughs) I share things, okay? Yeah. I share things. But like, 
When one of my people tells me that they're going on an adventure and they come back from an adventure, like... I expect to hear about I it. I am so excited <laughs> to hear about what you did. Yeah. What happened? What enlightenment was bestowed upon you that you can't shut up about? Mm-hmm. I want to know. Like, one of my coworkers took a trip to Colorado and I was like... What? I'm like, I am expectant of story time. Yeah. Like, I spent the whole shift. Like, what what, what else did you do? What did they say? Oh, we just, we went here. That was it. Did did you get your story? I got so many stories. And, like, I loved it. I loved every second. I loved seeing my friend just, like, glow about her experience. And, like, that is so beautiful. Can't, I Did you pause it? <laughs> and, I, and I'm excited for like anything they're excited about. It doesn't have to be like an experience or a trip. <laughs> if somebody's like, yo, listen to what I did to my house or like I planted this new plant. I'm like, yeah, you Oot. did. You're yes. just genuinely excited for others. I am. Yeah. And I love it. Somebody needs a hype person in their life. Yeah. Do you, feel, <laughs> do you feel like you're expected to be that person all the time? Um, I think my people give me space when I'm, when I'm not that, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I think people understand that you got both sides. I do. Yeah. But like, I also, I recharge differently than others. Yeah. I like to do mushrooms. (laughs) How, how often would you say you do that then from a recharge standpoint? So I microdose every week. You do? I do. Yeah. Okay. I think. Wait. When you say you so you, when you say you microdose every week, do you mean you go every day or once a week? We'll do um, two like to a three micro, times. You'll do a microdose. Yeah, two to three times I'll do a microdose. Okay. Every few months I'll do like a very deep spiritual like five, adventure. Five grams type of stuff. I could not do five grams. I'm a small person, Bryce. That's like, true. Three and a. But your brain's not. <laughs> you're right, but like that's that's a big ask. That's yeah, and they like. The texture, like, or the taste, like, I'm just, Ugh, it's no. rough. Like, I'm going to do it, but it's going to, There's I'm all kinds of, you can make it, you it. blend stuff into tea now, you know. You well, can I microdose and I put them in capsules, but, like, yeah. I, it doesn't sound fun to take, like, 20 capsules. 20 capsules. To, like, it's <laughs> like, I'm like, this is, this isn't okay. <laughs> yeah, probably. It probably feels could. weird when I do that. Yeah. But like uh, when I do those, I usually put it, I usually put it in a shake, and I try to, I try to dissociate a little bit while I. <laughs> why? What? Why you drink it? While I drink Has it. Has it ever made you sick? I've never thrown up my drugs. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of that statistic. I don't know why, but like, I don't believe in doing that. So I, it's, it's it's a waste of money. <laughs> Listen, I, I only have so many drugs. I, I'd rather die. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> we need you to throw up. No. <laughs> I, refi- I paid for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to let it go. <laughs> this makes me sound so bad. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like you have a problem at all. <laughs> you know, the only thing it makes you sound is cheap, not like a drug addict. <laughs> right? This isn't the drugs, it's the money. <laughs> I have to buy more. 
Bill's not coming back into town for another two months. <laughs> oh my God. We'll be able to get more for two months. <sighs> oh. Okay, that sounded not great. But I, let me just say, I don't do bad drugs like that. Who would? Life's too short to do bad drugs. I know. Yeah. I would never pay for bad drugs. No, you shouldn't. Like if I'm which means pay you're for buying drugs, nice drugs, be, which means they're expensive. They're going to be great ones. If I'm paying for so, them, yes. So, yes, you're going to hold that down. <laughs> sure am. Because I know that, like, they're, the shrooms aren't going to kill me. No. They're not going to kill me. No. Jumping off a balcony will kill you while you're on them. So, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like prep is really important when you do stuff like that right like you have to know your you have to know your own limits yeah like i know that the smartest thing for me is probably not to be outside if i'm gonna do like a A high dose high amount i should so i don't do high amounts because i i kind of get some bad trips sometimes you know Uh and uh but i've been kind of wanting to do some again but i think i'm gonna have to put myself in a straight jacket and like sit in a padded cell and try it like, I think it's the only way I'll be able to do it. But, like, the best, so, that doesn't sound relaxing. Like No, like me, a nice, like a nice, like a nice straight, a nice straight like something cashmere. I, I'm okay. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'd be so hot. That <laughs> would drive me. Like, I can't breathe. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Something really. You would feel like you would, like, actually be, like, not breathing. Like, they'd be like, no, you have to fucking breathe. Oh, yeah. It would be a problem. So, it's, I prep my house, right? Like, I do yeah. things, like. I'm like, okay. Like, I make sure to you, have... You do it by yourself? I do it by myself. Okay. Um, I know some people are, like, freaking out right now. Mm. I don't want to hear mean, about it. Y- your experience. It's like climbing climbing with somebody mm-hmm. or climbing solo. Yeah. You shouldn't do climbing solo in the beginning. But once you've climbed a lot, yeah. maybe you can climb I've been solo doing this, now. I've been doing That's this for I mean. years. Yeah. People shouldn't be worried. Yeah. That's people shouldn't be... Should not be concerned. You're, um, you're an advanced climber. I'm an advanced climber. Absolutely. So I make sure like my house is prepped, like both my locks are locked Mm -hmm. because if I could probably manage to get one lock from the inside or the the outside, from the inside. Right. I make sure like my (laughs) space is cleansed. I like to have like like you burn sage. mm, I have Mm -hmm. specific music that I play. Mm -hmm. We have a very special playlist for it. Mm -hmm. Um, I have my snacks that I like. I really dig pineapple and grapes. Mm-hmm. Lots of water. Got some pre-roll situation. You're like very like planned and serious about it's it. Planned. It's it's an important thing you do for it's yourself. A ri- it's a very ritualistic. Yeah, one, that's I, great. I would say that this aligns with my ideas of religion. <laughs> yeah, I'm like if this is what religion is, I'm here for it. So. I just it, yeah. you, can and, you talk about one of your experiences? Oh, is it I'd is it very in, in, introspective? Have you talked about it on on your other shows though, or no? Uh, I haven't yet. Okay. I haven't talked about any of my um, <clears throat> any of my okay. stream adventures. So i I've done them so like I've done them frequently enough. Like I kind of know like when things are starting to so, hit. So, so so do you feel a common thread between them all too, or no? Or do you feel they're all isolated and apart? No, I feel like they're all connected. Like, I feel like, so I actually haven't done it. This is one of the longest times I've gone without doing a hard trip. And it's because I'm a little anxious about the next one. We've been 
the shrooms and I have been leading up to a, a grander trip. And it is this next one. I feel it within the universe. And it's giving me a little bit of anxiety because it's a very, it's going to be, a, it's going to so, be a time. So you know what that means, right? Especially because if it's, it's Are just you your, offering me your straight jacket right now? No, it's just yourself. I will. Sure. It's just yourself giving yourself anxiety, right? So, so I guess what I mean is all that's saying is it's time. It is. And I right? know it so, is. So it's kind of like you should just, just bite the bullet because otherwise you're going to start feeling worse and worse about it. I know. I know. So I am. I, I've got some time off from work. Hilariously, this isn't like cheating on somebody else or something. This is like not. This is like this is only hurting yourself. It's <laughs> yeah, just only hurting just, me. Yeah, just you just need to do it. I know. Yeah. I know. And it's coming up. So I am cool. going to be doing it. So I'm glad we're talking about it because yeah. I can give you guys a... I can give you guys, you know, the rundown next time. But um, I do feel like they're all connected, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, I know what to expect. Like, I know, like, I'm like, okay, this is, like, I, I call it relaxing into the mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Because if you fight the mushrooms, you're going to have a very difficult time. Yeah. When you relax into them and you let them do what they're supposed to do, you release. Like, and I'll explain it to you guys how it was explained to me because my first couple of trips were not a great time. you're trying to hold it. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to control what's happening. So, I go to my shaman and I'm like, shaman, wizard, um, please bestow upon me the wisdom of how to handle these things because... I don't know what I'm doing. I am new here. <laughs> yeah. And my shaman says, you have to let go of your ego. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, thought like, that, I thought that's what the mushroom's for. That's what the mushrooms are for. And my shaman tells me, yes, you'll understand what I mean. And I'm like, okay, sure. So I go, I go home and I'm like, all right, whatever this fucking means, I guess. And I do a handful of mushrooms. And I understood what it meant. Like, the part of you that attaches you to you is what you have to let go. And it takes practice. I will say that. It takes practice. I didn't fully, obviously, like, not right away did I know what my shaman meant. But, like... When it happened, I understood. And the only way for me okay. to experience that is, like, by, by keeping, like... Do you feel it's more just, like, when you say let go, I feel like it's almost like a current, and you're holding onto the side of a, a rock, and it's just, like, I'm just going to let go of that rock and yeah. just get, go down the river. Yeah, you have to release. Like, you have yeah. to release your hold. And, yeah. like, they, they want to take you. But, like, you know, sometimes, like, holding on hurts you more. Oh, this yeah. current has, like, shit in it that's going to hurt you. Like, and that's where people fuck up because they feel this. They're, like, it, like they want to grip tighter. Yeah. And they're, like, oh, I don't know about this now. And that's when you have to be, like, it's all okay. And, and, and that's where I think, too, for anyone, like, if you're starting any drug, it's, like, even when you do weed for the first time, 
you don't want to dive just like right in and just rip the biggest. Like you're not you, taking huge ass rips. That's like, not fun. I feel like most of the people who get really paranoid on marijuana are either a the people who don't smoke a lot, or b the people who are hyper controlling, because usually and it's that combination together because. You know, if you're already a pretty relaxed person, you're probably not going to get paranoid. But if you're kind of a controlling person, you're, the way you perceive the world changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if you're a really controlling person, that feels wrong. I and have to gonna, fight the and paranoia. Gonna, and you got to fight it. Right? Yeah. I have and, to know it's it's literally, I have to tell myself, I'm like, this like is just the weed. And I feel like mushrooms, too. It's that, you have to fight that letting go. Like You, know, you have to, go. Yeah. But I, because I because I've done them so no, you're frequently. supposed to see shit. Yeah, <laughs> like this is what I signed up for, and yeah. like there was a really big event in my life that I have yet to deal with on mushrooms. Most of the events I've I've dealt with to some capacity, but this I haven't. And the mushrooms I feel like have been preparing me for this, and now they're like, you're ready. Yeah. And I appreciate the honor and I am going to, I will take up the mantle of, of this journey. Happy to, but man. Yeah. But man. Well, it sounds like now though, you, now you, sounds like I'm I'm talking you into it a little bit too. Like, I mean, are you ready? So I have like a day off that I don't usually have off coming up. Yeah. And after Christmas before sweet. Um, so that's when I'm going to do it. Nice. And I've kind of told myself, I'm like, okay, like we're going to, it's time. Well, I can't wait to hear about the, on the show when when you talk about that. Well, I hope your adventures bring you back and we can get you back sooner than November. Yeah, that'd be great. But, Mm -hmm. um, and I would also say though, make sure, uh, if you do, want to talk about it your first show don't bring a guest on like my advice to you would be just do the show with yourself and just talk about your experience after you know after a few days or whatever it happens and that should be one one of your shows oh man that would be a great one good advice man i'm gonna if people really just if it's just too much for them they can listen at 1.3 times speed Dude, you're so right. Yeah. You're so right. Guys, also, I have something to tell you. Bryce gave me great advice. And I started, like, when people give me advice, I've been taking way more of it. Like, especially <laughs> older people, I'm like, give me some advice. I love advice. Give me some life advice. Yeah. And, like, for example, a couple years ago, this lady, this older lady, is like, oh, my God, you have such great skin. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And she was like, do you have a skincare routine? And, like, at the time, I was like, eh, not really. And she was like, well, let me tell you something. She was like, you need one. She's like, you want to look like that? She was like, again, she was older. She, like, grabs her neck. She was like, you moisturize this area so, like, this stays, like, tight and let me tell you what she also told me to like moisturize the back of my hands and wrists with my same face care yeah and my aunt just visited and she's older and don't worry aunt karen i'm not gonna tell them your age um aunt karen yeah she's awesome 
love my aunt. Yeah. But do you trust her? I do trust her. <laughs> I do trust her. She's yeah. probably shaking her head about this fucking this episode where I just talked about all these drugs. Uh, <laughs> but she, but she still loves you. <laughs> she she does still love me. Yeah. She's gonna call and check on me, and I love that. Um, love that shit. Yeah. But um. Oh fuck. Yeah. What? Where was I? Is this the end of the show? Where was I? <laughs> in in regards to what? What were we just talking about? Your Aunt Karen. No, before that. <laughs> Are you being serious? I said I wasn't going to out her age. Uh-huh. But why did I say that? <laughs> yep, this is the end of the show. <laughs> well, guys. No, we, 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 we can't end on that. We can't um, end on that. We can't. Shit. No, we were talking about distrust. I, and I said, do you trust uh, Aunt, your Aunt Karen? Oh, yeah, I trust her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was talking about her age. I don't know why I made that comment. I'm going right? to edit this and I'm going to be like... Go all the way back to edit this then. Oh, my like, God. Like, because I don't even like this. <laughs> we're we're going we're gonna to just well, don't dive, worry, don't dive worry. right I'll, back I in. edit the rough spots out. Don't worry. Uh, I Now I'm worried. No, I'm just kidding. Don't be worried. Don't I'm be not. worried. Um, I, uh, I was going to say, though, um, it, this was... I, I'm tr I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. Like what we were talking about. I know. I've got it like right there and I can't grab it. Guys, I know you're yelling at me right now. Unbelievable. I'm so no, sorry. Don't, don't listen to anybody shrooms. else. We were talking about the shrooms. We were, but just letting it go. Because Aunt Karen was going to get upset at you for talking about drugs so much. Yeah. 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 I'm not sorry about it. I've had, listen, I've been, I've been in therapy. Like traditional okay. talk therapy. And... I do mushrooms, and I will tell you that the most healing experiences that I've experienced is involving mushrooms. Like, I'm yeah. not sorry about it. Like, I don't believe that healing is done one way or another. If somebody is going to regular therapy and it works for them, that's amazing. Right. For me and my experience, my experience has been... The most healing has been done microdosing and having spiritual trips on mushrooms. Yeah, it's about really getting in touch with yourself. It though, is. At the end of the day, because that's what needs healing, right? That's yeah. why if you're going to see a therapist, like what you're doing is self-therapy. Mm -hmm. And honestly, who better to diagnose yourself than yourself? Assuming that's... you can actually journey and find out what those real problems are. Yeah, like... And... Right, but because you're more equipped... Right. If yeah. you're really exploring for yourself. That's and I think that's where I think that's where such a difference is when people are using things for partying. Right. Is that's when that's when things get very precarious because you'll a lot of people will do just about anything to have a good time. Yeah. And that's a very slippery slope when you are drinking copious amounts of alcohol or taking drugs. Yeah. And like Maybe it's not shrooms, but it's well. You're doing it for a different reason. It's uh, escapism or whatever. It might whatever be. that may be. Yeah. 
whatever it is, like yeah. you do have to, you do have to be. Well, so you're doing it from more, for almost a therapy standpoint. Yeah. So like this one coming up, for example, you're going to do, we're talking about it. I'm excited to hear the show where you just talk about it. It's, I think that'd be great. It's crazy. So one of one of my trips, this was almost a year ago. <clears throat> I am, I, I've done such a great job at being able, connecting and like spiritually, like my guide is myself and that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, like, you, like you're kind of, because you, you've gotten used to it. Like you mm, do it with intent. Yeah. Right? And I feel like that's the difference. Like if someone's doing drugs to party with, you're partying to feel good. You're doing it intently to try to improve something. Yeah. Right? Or to fix something or whatever. And and there's a huge difference in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Guys, we've been at this for a long time. I think this is the longest episode I'll have. So great job today. Awesome. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. We'll have Bryce back. We'll get to dig more into this and you guys will get to hear about, about yeah. this adventures. Adventures, adventures coming up. All right. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.